0: Everybody, everybody as well. Happy Friday! Hope everybody's having an incredible week. Happy summer. Happy end of school for those who are in that world. Graduation. Schools out. Schools. How does it go? Schools out. I remember this feeling when I was growing up. I don't care how old you get. June is always a month of of joy. If you remember what it was like to be a kid. June is that month where you can like feel school ending a transition month. So happy mid June, everybody. We've been talking about this concept of efforts and results and i I'm, what I'm, what I want to do. And what I'm trying to do is really get into our own and I'm just giving you from my own perspective. So take this wherever it goes for you. I'm trying to get into our own neural map to like identify What's holding us back from seeing a world in which the wins, the things that bring us the most satisfaction are not the results, but they're the efforts. That's one of the keys to freedom. Really, one of the keys to freedom in life is not waiting for the world to make you feel satisfied with your life. A person who is constantly in need of making, of needing the world to tell them, show them how they're doing is not free because you always need somebody else. If you get dressed and you walk into an event and you need someone else to say how good you look to feel good you are now placing feeling good in the hands of other people, which is a dangerous thing to do. Because when everyone's doing that, everyone's waiting for someone to compliment them. Results. And that's, by the way, how that leads to so much stuff. It leads to so many people be doing things that are pushing their own values and ethics and morals because the results are so important. I talk about this all the time with materialism because I see this so much people spending money they don't have on homes that they can't afford on uh, events, weddings, vacations. They don't have the money, but the results, the external approval and they don't necessarily go out and take it or steal it but they just increase stress they lose so much of their life so much of their joy so much of their happiness so much of their satisfaction and so much of their spirituality chasing other people's approvals I've taken my world and I, as opposed to trying to be victorious on what's inside me, I'm trying to be victorious on what's outside me. And it continues on. And nobody, we're all part of this. We're all in this world. Everybody has this. Last night we did a show on relationships. And the whole frame of the show was that when you fix on, you, when you fix the inside, you can deal with the outside very much differently. Inner work is where the where the t- where the effort should go. And if you look at great people, that's really I think how they structure their lives. Most of their work is internal. Most of their work is on themselves. Like I tell you all the time, my rabbi in Israel by Moshe Levy always tells me the hardest, greatest things that a person can do. Is Hebrew, it's called midot, midos, character traits. You work on your character. And when you're constantly working on your character, when you're constantly questioning yourself, when you're constantly trying to get underneath what's driving you, and you start to see it, you build an internal, when when you're internally built strong, the whole world changes. That's going to be this week's Torah portion. Uh, For those who will be getting the God's help timeless lessons, we're talking about that. And so where we are and what we're trying to get underneath is this concept of efforts and results. And why is it that we're so result driven? And one of the reasons that I I believe is because we have so many neuro connections that connect success to results. And so in many cases, so many that connects efforts to losing You tried hard equals you lost, right? we, We spend so much time in the formative years as our brain develops in a world of objective results. There's so many things you do before you even realize that you have a brain, before you're even out of adolescence, where you've been comparing to other people, where you're competing, where you're being placed where you're involved in things that are all results driven so many times in the life of a, of a child, does he or she sit before this? And this is the zone we're in June. We're in final season. So many people sit before a test and they say, I know I can't, but it doesn't matter how hard I try. I'm not going to know it. So many times do you look over to that kid in the classroom who's like, Oh, there's a test today. Oh, I didn't even realize it. Uh, yeah, I caught up on the way over here. And he gets 99. So many times is that kid who studies like crazy and can barely you know, crack the grade he wants. Who cares how hard you try? Who's judging you on how you try? Who's in your head saying that you've been doing amazing because you've been putting in the effort and you've been growing. Okay, if you have a teacher or a principal or a guidance counselor or somebody that can see it, Awesome, but the system, and then if you want to throw in athletics on top of that, how many times you go to a game and a kid who was born with a certain amount of genetic uh advantage is just rocking and rolling and places are cheering. Last week, we had uh, one of my kids' uh Super Bowl championship in flag football, and you see it, you see some kids who are just so quick. So the hand eye coordinated and they're playing a game and there's 50 parents cheering. And it, you don't think people, it doesn't get into our heads. It doesn't get into your head. Results, results, results. That person that walks in the room, everybody stops and talks to results, results, results. People don't talk about who got this and who got that and who ended up here and who ended up here and what they do and what they buy and what they get. Do you see this? So much neuro connections. We have so many neuro connections that say, stop with the effort nonsense. That's for the losers. Winners win. Did we hear this? Winners win. Or when this Vince Lombardi quote, I forgot what it is, but Andy, maybe you, you remember it that Vince Lombardi, I forgot what it is, like winning isn't the only thing, it's everything or something, which Vince Lombardi himself said, that's not what I meant, but who cares? We live in this world where, yeah, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Vince Lombardi himself said, that's not what I was trying to tell the guys. (laughs) It's how we grow up, it's how we live. So, so why else do we think that effort, why else is this not so clear to us that when I look at my day and I am victorious over myself and I overcome my challenges and I, then I feel great. Why is it so hard for us? This is why it's so hard for us. This is why when you say it and people are like, oh, that makes sense. It never really translates into anything because yeah, it makes sense for two minutes. And then your brain's like, are you out of your mind? You don't have neuro, do you know what's going on in this neural map? How you have know any neuro we have? So yeah, it's nice for the few minutes that you heard this, but like, we're not going to really do that. We're not going to really, at the end of the day, find time to be satisfied that I overcame that which was in front of me, even if nobody knows. I'm still going back to that show on addiction. I'm still getting emails from people that are like, thanks so much for calling us heroes. I'm like, are you guys crazy? You recovered from an addiction. You are a hero. But they don't see it that way. I don't blame them, but they don't see it that way. They don't realize they're heroes. What they overcame, what they overcome. Holocaust survivors. You ever talk to a Holocaust survivor? He calls himself a survivor. I'm like a survivor. Do you have any idea what you've accomplished? You've got a family. Unfortunately, so many have passed. I talked to my grandparents when they were like in their eighties. Like, do you have any idea who you are? Survivor. You're a hero. How many people in this world are heroes? And they don't even, they don't even take a minute to be satisfied with that. Single parents struggling to put food on the table, giving their kids happiness, even though they're broken on the inside because of a circumstance that they can't control putting a smile on the face while they're working every single second to give their kids everything possible, never showing their kids. We we just, I'm getting connected to this organization by people that are incarcerated. It's a whole nother conversation. Parents that have to take care of their kids, putting on a smile, being strong. Why aren't they going to bed and being like, wow, my efforts, what I've overcome today let it settle in. Let it just just give me a moment where I can realize, Whoa, holy cow, could I have a, look what I'm doing. I'm not talking about being arrogant. I'm talking about just being grateful that you have that strength, just allowing this life satisfaction to the efforts that you put in in your life so that your brain has another neuro connection. So that the next time you need to be strong, your brain goes, I want to be strong because this is how good it feels at the end of the day. Why can't we rewire ourselves? It's because we have so much. We have so much in our heads invested in the comparison and the competition with everything around us. It's so hard for us to see that effort is not the booby prize, it's not the B. Effort is. Effort is the big prize. In our heads, they tell us, that's okay, you tried. And so in our heads, when that kid loses the championship or doesn't get the grade and someone's got to put their arm around them, like we said, what we say is you've tried. So it's wonderful, keep on doing it and it makes them feel better. But in your head, you create a connection between you've tried, effort, you've lost. Nobody tells the guy holding the trophy, great job. You gave it 100% effort. Because even if you gave it a 20% effort and he still won, people are still happy with him. Because deep down, they won't really care about winning. And winning is divine as results. If we don't stop to even understand this bias, we are not going to even have a shot at long-term change. Forget it. It's not going to happen. If you don't stop to be like, wait, I need to spend time thinking about just how much I, in my personal life, am drawn towards results. I got, forget before I judge myself. What are you judging yourself? What did you do wrong? Lived? There's no judging yourself. Did you put yourself in your scenario growing up? judging yourself. This is why we don't change because we're too busy judging ourselves. I wish I were more. Stop with that. That whole thing. Self-judging. Stop. Just observe yourself. Watch the envy and ask yourself, where, where did that come from? What just happened? Why am I envious of that person that just walked into the room? If we don't even have a window into the reasons why we feel that we feel how are we going to change it how are we going to start to reconnect the dots just i'm not saying we're going to have to go out and break it no way it's not how you change your life you don't break the old you just create the new i'm just saying just to be aware of it just to know that you got it just to see the difference between what it feels like to be truly satisfied, to be spiritually satisfied, which means I am put into this world for a reason. What is before me is my challenge. And the only thing that I am measured on is my effort. Not I tried giving up effort, but I won and I know I didn't put enough effort in. So I pushed myself further or nobody knows. And I'm not getting any street cred for this but I'm going to put everything else of my effort into doing this. That way, that way of thinking, being aware of just how and where I am driven towards results. And then me understanding that effort isn't less effort is more. So if I get a hundred on a test and I started for 10 minutes, everyone could be patting me on the back. I'm not happy with that. I got one day. I didn't go all in. And if I had the opportunity to help this thing, this kid, this person, and I really could have pushed myself a little bit further. And I, and I, and I didn't. cares if they call and say, thank you, you're amazing. Deep down, I know I could have been more. And if I worked my tail off, And I got that person a gift and I went out of my way to be sensitive and they didn't even say thank you or they didn't even know it was me. I'm fully satisfied. I'm full because I did the right thing and I pushed myself beyond my comfort zone and I know and God knows and I know I put in a thousand percent today. My victory is my effort. My victory is over myself. Unless we start thinking this way, we end up chasing things that don't belong to us. We End up trying to be people that are not really us because we're constantly trying to navigate a world where people are looking or paying attention and we're just trying to get somebody to pay attention to us. But as soon as we start realizing that, no, no one's got to pay attention to us. I have to pay attention to myself. I have to pay attention to myself. When I can pay attention to myself and all I got in this world is to work on myself. Yeah. I've got stimuli around me, people, circumstances, but really my job in this world is to work on myself. And every day I got the opportunity to wake up in the morning and work on myself, to change a trait, to refine something that's inside me, to overcome my own challenges that were given to me on purpose. I could have been in any family. I could have been in any circumstance. I could have been given the gifts I could have been given those natural talents. I'm in this world because I'm on mission and mission is not one day I find the thing. Mission is every day I can be better. Every day I can move. Every day I can grow. And if every day I can grow is the battle cry of me and you, then the growth that takes place inside us is the most exciting part of our day. When we hit a circumstance, we see it as the opportunity for us to try to work on a piece of myself that I didn't know existed before. I identify my wins with my effort. I identify my wins with how I'm victorious over myself. So I'm excited. I think it's easy, but I'm excited because the challenges that are before me, allow me to be better, to be bigger. It's me that I'm working on. I was On the phone yesterday with, uh, with a CEO who is like bemoaning how every day he's got issues that come to his desk. And I was explaining to him that you don't deal with issues because of the issues, you deal with issues because of yourself. You don't become a successful business person because you got this thing right. You become a successful business person when you know how to deal with issues. It's learning how to deal with issues that makes you successful. When issues come to you, each issue is an opportunity for you to exert yourself, to deepen yourself, to ask yourself, how do I think? How do I react? What works? So that over time, you know how to deal with issues. Because I got to tell you something the business you have right now is not going to be the business you're going to have in 20 years from now because the world's not going to be the same. It's you that's changing, it's not the issues that are changing. You're pushing yourself the greatest gift we can give the world is a refined version of ourselves. The greatest thing we can do is start to realize that all I can do in this world is grow myself. That's my responsibility. And if I can do that, maybe then I can work on the people around me. And if I can do that, Maybe then I can go further from there. This isn't me. This is for my rabbi, by Levy. It starts with us realizing, wait, where, why am I getting drawn and envious of where are the results drawing at me and stopping it? And saying, even though it's hard, we'll get to how to do that. But even though it's hard, I got to change. I got to change. I can't be drawn by results. I got to be drawn by my effort. I got to be victorious over myself and I got to push myself. And if I do though, if I do, I got to be proud of myself. I got to be proud of myself. Not from arrogance, but from life satisfaction. Knowing that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. It's also a big thing. Okay. We'll continue this. A lot to talk about. By the way, this is what Shabbat can really do for us slow us down. Stop competing. Thinking. 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 Let Shabbat rest in. Deep in our way, we see the world. Come back the next week stronger than we were before. All right, everybody. A wonderful weekend to y'all a good Shabbos, Shabbat Shalom. And may we all realize how special we are, how beloved in the eyes of the creator we are, how each of us is given a special mission. And if all we're doing is finding this incredible soul that we have. should be proud of what we've done. All right, we'll continue this. I can do this for longer than I need to right now. Okay, every weekend with God's help, I cannot wait. See you again next week. Have a great weekend.